Lord, you are a good, big God. You long for our best. You know what each person here needs in terms of going back, having upped their game, being more effective, being more alive, being more who you created them to be. So I pray that you cover this time now in the blood of Christ. I pray against evil. I pray for protection. Your peace, Lord. But give each person here what they need. Amen. Sorry, I need a chair. I've been quite ill. May I have a chair? Thank you. Great, thank you. I'm just going to sit there. There's no such thing. Sorry, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Sorry. Okay. I, I have a micro. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Excellent. Okay. There's no such thing as naughty, harmless fun. Now, actually, yes, I'm going to sit. So I need to see that. Yes, I need to see my screen. So there's one there. Okay, fine. Right. Excellent. Yeah, so let, yeah. Let's move you to the middle. Yes. Fine, move me to the middle. Is that good? Perfect, thank you. Okay, folks, I'm a sex historian for my sins. I run an organization called the Marriage, Sex, and Culture Group under Anglican Mainstream. Andrew, give us a wave. Yes, we wouldn't be in existence without Anglican Mainstream. I've been tracking the pansexual revolution for about 40 year, years now for my sins. Um, the MSC, so it's the Marriage, Sex, and Culture Group. We expose the bad, we promote the good. We get together, I hold hands with many not yet Christians who go, what is happening? And more importantly, where is the church? They get it. They see, in some ways far more clearly than Christians, who tend to be so busy with all their good stuff they don't see the revolution that is engulfing the West. So, um, we, so my topic here, I've been asked to speak on there's no such thing as harmless, naughty fun. Okay, what, sorry, here we go. That way, right. If you are interested, um, we run conferences. Our next conference is our kids are being taught what, but what can I possibly say? See, many adults know, hold on, this is craziness, but how am I going to talk to my 13-year-old about this? This is the 22nd of February. Do see me if you want more information. That's happening in Wimbledon. The other thing, folks, we do all the time. We do the psychology. And to be honest, we're here in part because we have not done the psychology. Jeff Satinover is a great friend. Um, he was mentioned yesterday. His, um, he's a Jewish psychiatrist, wonderful friend of Andrea and I. He always would say to me, do the psychology. Because the other side is, and the other side is winning. So that's also what we will be doing. Um, so <coughs> I'm rubbish at this. OK. Uh, whoever captures the future. Whoever captures the kids owns the future. 
To be honest, the activists don't give a rip about us. We will all be in our nursing homes before you know it. They are after the re-engineering, the re-understanding for the for the, the next for this generation and the next. And to be honest, alas, they tend to be winning. So I'm rubbish. Okay, here we go. So intro. So it's a huge topic, but I'm going to start you off. Number two, just make it work for you. If you need to leave, fine. Um, Mike Davidson said to me before I came up, I work very closely with Mike, be gentle with him. <laughs> so um, I live, basically I swim in a sea of sexual sewage. And it's all coming, not to you, but to your youngsters. And it's hooking them. See, one of the things my group does, the Marriage, Sex, and Culture group, um, is we track what do people really think. Not what they ought to think, not what they ought to do, but what do they really think? What do they really do? And it's pretty discouraging, but I'm not discouraged. So well done you for being here. I think there's fabulous pushback available. So just make it work for you. If you need to check your email, if you need to leave for coffee, fine. Number three, sorry, and I'm going to uh, start going faster here. My goal is to reclaim the good sex label. We're here because of Alfred Kinsey in short, and Kinsey really struggled with impotence. Kinsey was crazy, and I will explore that more later. But basically, because our leaders haven't wanted to get their hands dirty, they've not exposed the craziness, the madness, particularly for our youngsters. So. Um, we are seen as sad, sour, repressed, and boring. We're the anti-sex group. Who wants to be that? See, again, it's Jeff Satinover's Do the Psychology. So, here we go. I'm sorry, this is not wanting to work. Here we go. Okay, and who wants that reputation? See, we're the anti-sex ones. We're the let's feel bad ones. Who wants that reputation? <coughs> Okay, so in my, I'm sorry, this is, I'm just being honest with you. Okay, so what we will do is we're gonna start with a psychological analysis of harmless, naughty fun. And then we're going to be doing a lot on Kinsey. Then we look at porn and CSE and what is being taught to our kids. Finally, parents and adults, please start protesting this madness. Get angry. It's, again, it's not about you. It's about your children, your grandchildren, and their, their friends, their whole world. And they are suffering. So a, a short little um, vignette. I was at this, in this alternative radio station having this um, engagement with online, um, live on air with this trendy, cool 40-something-year-old who was nice and liberated, as it were. And a little 20-something-year-old was sitting listening to this exchange. He had asked me to come on under one remit. We spent the rest of the time talking about very different things, and I thought it was a total disaster. So, but he was married. He wouldn't practice the stuff he was promoting, but he was promoting it. He was a voice piece for it. So at the end, I thought, this is just disastrous. He gets up very angry at me, leaves. And the little 20-something-year-old 20, 20 turned to me and said, you know, I actually agreed with quite a bit of what you said. And I went, really, you did? Because I wasn't even, sorry, thank you so much. I wasn't even convincing myself. It was really that bad. Um, 
So she said, well, one of my friends has herpes, and it's been quite a game changer. The rest of us just want normal guys to have a relationship with, and we can't find anyone. This stuff, see, her generation had taken the advice, and they were paying. So folks, it's time to take the gloves off and start saying, this is the reality, enough is enough. Now, I won't go all the way, but I will go quite a ways with you today. So, protest, parent power, all this. And also, you are needing to do your own, for your own youngsters, you need to be their sex educator. It's not enough leaving it to the system. You up your game, and if you have issues, work them through because your young need you to be totally cool and chilled and say, we're the sec good sex people. We don't want you to be um, impotent. We don't want you ending up like that. So that's where I'm going. Fine. Why are we here? Okay, in the main, in my view, so I've been doing this 40 years. Most of the UK leadership that I know God bless them. Thank you, Bishop Michael. I did take to task what you were saying. Uh-huh, yes. Um, keep calm, bury your head in the sand. Why? Why are the leaders so missing in action? Well, here are some ideas. Worry, first of all, we, we mustn't be judgmental. Oh, no, 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 right. But I love how HL Mencken puts it. Now, it's all wrong. Puritans were fabulous. They were really into sex. But their historic reputation is such. This is fabulous. Puritanism. The haunting fear that someone somewhere may be happy. See, that's what we're... Like, why are you raining on my parade? See, that's actually... That's what we're up against. Man, you killjoy. You know, just lay off. If it's not your thing, fine. But just, hey. So that's one reason. Another is past moral failure. Who am I to judge? Ooh. Despairing capitulation, too late. Not wanting to make things worse, that's actually quite big in the pastoral world. People are already struggling, why am I gonna make it worse? Next, embarrassment, don't ask, don't tell, and this just came to me uh, yesterday morning. Um, Josephine Butler, the woman I wrote my PhD on, she worked amongst Victorian prostitutes, amazing Christian woman, but the, um, essentially the public looked at her and said, why are you involved with that kind of person? Do you want to be a prostitute yourself? See, there's a salacious, like, well, do you really get your jollies out of this? Now, <laughs> Josephine would, have, would say, that is not only stupid, that is so ignorant. No, I don't. Uh, and obviously, you know nothing about prostitution. So see, she worked with the poorest of the poor. And no, she did not enjoy this. It was a total cross to bear for her. So, but I think that often can be like, oh, I don't want to go there because I don't want people to think. And again, folks, if it was just about us, I wouldn't be here. But it's not about us. It's about the next generation. Okay, so, and I, so this is another uh, reason why there's been so much missing in action. Who's heard of Living and Growing, Channel 4? Yes, okay. This... Um, DVD shows a couple, obviously not married, actually they love each other, or they like each other, fine. For seven to nines, it showed them chasing each other around the bed naked. And then, so this is for seven to nine, this is in thousands of schools. 
So then it's first um, the uh, chap on top's a missionary position, back, forth, back, forth. Then the woman on top, astride, back, forth, back, forth. So they're having sex. Children seven to nine are seeing this. This is in thousands and thousands of schools, still probably is. Okay, talk to two Christian parents at C of E schools. One of them said, my daughter saw this and was horrified and would not have anything to do with her father after this. Um, the other said, um, um, what's the fuss? Isn't that what happens in lovemaking? She had no idea this is pornography. This is total, yes, this is how, so for adults watching that, it might be, you might not want to watch that, but that is accurate, and as an adult brain, you watch this and you go, yes, indeed. But children are not teenagers. Teenagers are not adults. And we'll talk more about that later. Okay, or we can up our game. Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. And so well done you for being here. Here we go. Upping our game, how sex is sold to a gullible public by the mainstream media and the establishment. First, it's infant, it's, sorry, what does that say? Yeah, infantilized. Just a little bit of naughty fun. Sex play, sex toys, all this. Then sex is shrunk. It's no big deal. Then it's by promoting. Sorry, I need my computer here. Yep. Um, by, presenting, uh, by presenting it as a slightly mischievous, lighthearted bit of fun. That's how it's always presented. Oh, it's, see, it's literally, you go, hold on, if I was doing this, this would not be just a little thing. But for kids particularly, that's how it's sold. Then it's by ignoring the massive damages, all the roadkill. Whoever talks about that, except very few people. Finally, it's by ignoring the more extreme sexual minorities waiting in the wings. Stonewall and people, we are constantly shut down by this. You're nasty. You don't include all. We're the good guys. We just love and accept everyone. No, 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 no. They don't either. And that's one excellent pushback strategy. Excuse me, but I have tried this on Peter Tatchell and Colin Coward, and they hated that publicly. Peter Tatchell, so they're both leading gay rights activists. I said, fine, fine, I'm a right wing. Bigot, blah, 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 blah. How are you helping the still oppressed sexual minorities? Well, 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 what do you mean? See, there are many other groups going, let us out of our closets. And Stonewall's going, get back in your closet. That is a superb response. So I'll talk more about that hopefully later on. So upping our game. Right, here we go. Identifying the hooks. If you obey all the rules, you miss all the fun. How can we be naughty today? Do you see, it's a total con. We are selling sin as a little bit of naughty fun. Everything interesting in life is illegal, immoral, or fattening. See, those are the hooks that many of us, to be honest, I think we all struggle with, but particularly our youngsters that, who don't have the wherewithal to push back. They don't have the life experience under their belt to say, this is crazy. See, the rest of us know, oh, this might not be such a good idea. Next, thank you, right. I love this one. Imaginary evil, this is Simone Veil, 
powerful, very insightful woman here. Imaginary evil is romantic and varied. Real evil is gloomy, monotonous, barren, and boring. Imaginary good is boring. Real good is always new, marvelous, intoxicating. See, we want our kids to fall in love with what's really good, what will help them fly. So let's have a little look at, now this is interesting, forget her politics, et cetera, et cetera. Can we play um, Taylor Swift here? This is a, just a tract from I Knew You Were Trouble When You Walked In. Once upon a time, a few mistakes ago, I was in your sights, you got me alone. idea. Sex and violence, number one, but also she knew it. Internally, she knew this was a bad, he was, see, I wanted to show you that good girl, bad boy, what's going on. Why did she let herself be duped? And guess what? She pays for it in a big time way. Thank you. So what I, so we, I, sorry, here we go. We up our game. We identify the hooks. Thank you, Taylor. She's dead right. She knew. And yet, and so he moves on, and she is left lying on the ground. She pays for it. See, that's what my 20-year-old said to me. We're paying for it. So we identify, so in terms of how to respond for us here, identifying our hooks and the triggers and learn how to respond in different and healthy ways. Simone Weil, also love her, all sins are attempts to fill voids. How can we stop self-sabotaging? I'm sure you, you self-sabotage. I self-sabotage. Unless we're perfect and we're, you know, ready for heaven. We all have issues. So as we deal with our issues, A, people around us see that. God is changing. But also, there can be change. We can move on. But I think it does take us to identify where we're losing it so we can pass on it. Then how can we help our young do this? On my, um, all my email, I have Anne Rand, fabulous quote. We can ignore reality, but we cannot ignore the consequences <laughs> of ignoring reality, and that's what Taylor's song is about. Here we go, so we're going to have a little chat here about Alfred Kinsey, this is, he's why we are here. Okay, she, um, in my view, for all sorts of reasons, if you want to know why Kinsey is such trouble uh, and why he's so flawed, there's uh, Judith Reisman, her book is on the back, but let's have a look with, about Kinsey. He's the father of the sex revolution, died in 1956, he thought he had failed, alas. 
but he was liberating sex. Sorry. There we go, Judith, right. He was liberating sex from its ignorant, guilt-ridden past through science. That's the key. He was doing the science. And the promotion of happy, healthy, inhibition-free sexuality spread through porn, uh, Playboy was key, sexual health organizations, and some sex ed. And we'll be talking about that in a moment. Here we go. But let's, okay, let's actually take the gloves off. So this is what I want you to start doing in terms of this stuff, if you can. Okay, but in general, this isn't too scary. Fornicate early, fornicate often, fornicate in every possible way. Now, we would be more worried, most, or many Christians would be more worried if they actually knew what was involved in that kind of fornication. So I will spell it out just a bit. All types of sexual activity with the opposite sex, the same sex, both sexes, children, whips and chains, that's sadomasochism, of course, Fisting, and by the way, you don't stick, a, and some of our NHS endorsed sexual health uh, content talks about fisting, also sadomasochism. Oh yeah, and at some point, if we could have those handouts, maybe at the end, fine. But uh, so fisting, by the way, they don't stick, you don't st encourage, kids don't stick a fist up either an anus or a vagina, no. You do this, tons of lubes, this is what your 13 plus are being encouraged to explore via some SRE, okay. So that's what it's called, fisting. Sex with animals, any kind of sex, normal and common and good. Porn is the gateway to actual sex, tutors, grooms, and grants permission. Okay, well, now we keep going down a little more. We find out Kinsey knew very little about human biology and physiology. He was an entomologist who collected millions of wasps. I know. He knew, yeah, I know. And, but yet it's, oh, well, Dr. Alfred Kinsey, the great scientist. Well, yes. Um, okay, he was big time a sadomasochist who experienced orgasm by inserting soft and later hard objects up his urethra while masturbating. Okay, oh yeah, he did that a lot. Pipe cleaners, pencils, toothbrushes, the brush end first. See, he really got pain. He said he, his sexual stuff was connected to giving himself physical pain. That was the whole point. And our kids are being encouraged to explore that. Just explore. You see how it's a total con? Yeah. Okay, he and his research team were filmed having sex in his soundproof attic studio. Actually, that was the university's soundproof attic studio. His family life and marriage largely shams. He struggled with impotence. Folks, he hugely struggled with impotence and died an early death from self-inflicted sexual wounds. Now, some people say he had a heart attack. Actually, there's two causes here. Here we go, and yet still more. Okay, so he was a sex addict. Okay, he's an entomologist, well then. I'm sorry, you can tell I'm really not good, but thank you for bearing with me. He was a sex addict whose PR spin, aided by the mainstream media, liberated. It duped a gullible public, and liberating sex a la Kinsey has contributed to massive increases, STIs, illegitimacy, rape, child sex abuse, family breakdown. And now here's where it comes to, cuts very close in terms of child sexuality. And I'm sorry, this is really gross, but I'm gonna 
tell you anyway. And his research has never been replicated in terms of child sexuality and this comprehensive sex ed that your children and grandchildren are going to be encouraged to see, at least in some schools. Some schools are saying no, but others are going, are just capitulating. This is a very interesting table 34. Okay, so we have, oh sorry, this is very small when you get the, if you want the um, PowerPoint. Examples of multiple orgasm in pre-adolescent males in his very important book. Yeah, oh sorry, thank you, great. Okay, from five months, so you have pedophiles masturbating youngsters. Oh, well, a five-month-old had three orgasms. We don't know how long it was involved. 11-month-old had, wow, 10 orgasms in an hour, up to, in the red, note, a four-year-old child had allegedly 26 orgasms over 24 hours. That's a non-stop clock of sexual abuse by pedophiles. See, Kinsey worked very closely with pedophiles to quote-unquote get this quote data. Okay, so... Can we have, yes, please just make it work for you. Can I have um, this war on children? Is that okay? Thank you. Again, you'll hear Judith Reisman on how and why this is so crazy. This sexual is rights, sexual education movements began with Dr. Alfred C. Kinsey. He was a professor at Indiana University. His book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, purported to say that everyone in the world was engaged in massive sexual uh, promiscuity, that it was a global pattern of sexual behavior. Kinsey claimed that the research published in his book proved that children are sexual from birth, that children could engage in sex with no downside, no problem at all. Kinsey actually had pedophiles measure with a stopwatch how many children could achieve what he called orgasms within a 24-hour period. In his book, Kinsey defines orgasm for these children as fainting, as having convulsions, as screaming, as fighting to get away from the partner, what he called the partner. Kinsey documented the sexual abuse of children. Table 34 mm -hmm. documents the sexual abuse mm -hmm. by pedophiles. Mm -hmm of children from five months of age to 13 years, 317 children in that one table alone. The so-called research then, exploitation of these children, became the philosophies behind the entire structure of modern sexual education globally. Today, comprehensive sexuality education is based on this philosophy that children are sexual from birth, created by Kinsey. Thank you, perfect. Uh, including the book? Right, thank you. N not that, no. Thank you. Okay, so then we go to, right. Um, okay, I'm, we're running out of time. I'll just skip that. Is that okay? Okay. Oh, fine. Okay, um, I was going to show you this, uh, but we're, in terms of time, basically what this says is, why and how he could define children screaming, having fits, convulsing, whatever, as, quote, orgasm, is because he was a sadomasochist. See, that's how he achieved sexual, etc. Now, one of the uh, interesting things he did is he climbed into a bath, 
tub. And uh, I think he was upset or something, whatever. And uh, he just took out his penknife and circumscribed, circum, thank you, himself. Another time when he was very, very upset about things, um, he tied a rope around his scrotum, threw it up over a, um, a bar, um, stood up on a chair and jumped off. That he was very upset because someone had given him a huge criticism of his, quote, research, etc. Folks, he was seriously ill. He's seriously ill. And that is not from his enemies. That is from the James Jones biography that is the official biography of, of Kinsey. And even his people who love him say he did have an issue here. So um, uh, I will just skip some of this. But in terms of the last two, using his data on child sexuality is like using rapist descriptions to research on women's sexuality. That's number one, if you even grant it. But also, please note, no child psychologist or educational theorist in the 20th century has, except Kinsey, has advocated sex for children. They know they're not ready for it. Okay, so here we go. Um, damages to children through this uh, this CSE porn. So please know, children are physically, mentally, psychologically, and sexually immature. See, they do not have the brains. They're not just mini adults. Many people don't seem to realize this. Children are not teens. Teens are not adults. Very different age stage. Um, uh, Miriam Grossman. Mike, can you hold Miriam Grossman's book up, please? Sorry. And also, can you please hold Judith Reisman? So Judith is there, Sexual Sabotage, fabulous book. And Miriam is right behind the, on the other side. Um, yeah, thank you, Miriam Gross. Yes. You're teaching my child what? A child psychologist, sorry, psychiatrist. Thank you so much, Mike. Fabulous stuff. Um, do have a look. Wonderful. She just goes into the hard science. This is crazy. This is child abuse. So they have not gone through puberty and thus have only an incipient sexuality, the makings of it. They are not ready to have sex. And most adults get that. Number two, CSC porn foregrounds and amplifies sex and sexual pleasure to children. This is all wrong. And when we were growing up, we were not told, explore your sexuality. No, no, no. Adults knew, who taught me certainly, and I think probably you, no, they're not ready for this yet. They have other vital developmental tasks. Okay, so uh, yes. Um, here we go. This is an excellent site. Basically, it's creating hypersexuality for children. Thank you. Um, it's uh, creating children to see sex as recreational, all sorts of issues in terms of porn. Now, can we show um, tutoring? Can we show this one? Now, this is common. I don't know how many thousands of kids have seen this. This is from Spring Fever. Sorry, sir, um, from the Netherlands. Wave, wave. Okay, this spring fever came from the Amsterdam. Can we show the first minute? Snuggle up Thank to you. each other and start making love. Grown-ups also make love if they want a baby. When they are in the mood to make love, they cuddle and kiss and lie naked next to each other. If grown-ups are kissing and cuddling like this, they often get excited. When the man gets excited, his penis grows big and stiff. When the woman is excited, her vagina becomes moist. 
Then the man's stiff penis fits into the woman's vagina, and that feels good. You may not believe this, but when you are older, you probably will like it too. When they have been making love for some time, the man ejaculates and sperm comes out of his penis. Sperm is a white, sticky fluid containing millions of sperm cells that run into the woman's vagina. Thank you. That's great. Okay. Then we have... Uh, I will unpack why and how that is total pornography. Yeah. It's not just age-inappropriate. This is child abuse, folks, in my view. The next we have um, uh, a, All About Me... We have a fours shouting out. So, okay, I want the girls here. Girls, can, I raise, can you raise your hands? Females? Thank you. Females? Okay, you're going to shout out anus, anus. vulva, vulva. Vagina. vagina, and mouth. Wow. Fine. Boys, you're going to shout out anus, anus. Penis, penis, and mouth. You're four. What has that just done to you? Turn the sex volume right up. That's for four, but sadly it gets even worse. Um, for six, we're encouraged, it is tacit encouragement to masturbate. Oh, and notice, whenever you're going to have um, a sea change, a radicalization, you always give it whatever a new name. So it's not masturbation. Oh no, that's so 1990s. Yeah, we want self-stimulation. That's really trendy and cool and modern. And isn't that good? And it's a way to explore our sexuality. And we want to have healthy, happy sexuality. Do you see what they're doing here? Right, okay, now I'd like to talk about why this is bad. Problems with this sex ed. A, this is how pedophiles groom vulnerable children. And I'm just starting you here. But this is how you do it. You show them pictures, you talk about this stuff, okay? Number two, mirror mechanism. Ah, this is fabulous. Please, can I have Judith Reisman again on comprehensive? Basically, it's show and tell leading to go and do. That's what happens in the brain. So those children will always remember those images. Can we have that? Including the book, it's perfectly normal. It is pornography. It is something that even some of my colleagues, men especially on the house floor, did not want to look at. Showing children as young as fourth grade, in fact, it's recommended for fourth graders as their comprehensive sex education. We couldn't show this on the television news, but yet we want our fourth grade children to be looking at this book. When a child looks at a pornographic image within three tenths of a second, that's imprinted on his brain and her brain permanently. We know the, that there's an action that takes place which is called mirroring images so that children will want to or will act out what they see. In the name of sexuality education, children are seeing obscene materials that have been ruled by Congress and by the Supreme Court impossible to show to children. Thank you, perfect. You get the point here, fine. So I'd like to go back, the final one. It's interesting, the PSHE Association in 2015 warned against too much detail when teaching about self-harm because according to them, they said it could quote, trigger unhealthy responses. See, they get, you show children, do, 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 guess what? 
Right, so finally, here we go, in terms of this comprehensive sex ed, um, why is it a problem? It sexualizes children, threatens their health, promotes a dangerous transgender ideology, and undermines parent-child relationships. Now, we have dangers to teens through this stuff. Um, I, uh, it's so dark and so murky. I'm going to skip some of it. Um, uh, could I maybe have the handouts? Basically, you're going to be given two handouts. Yes, you have that one. And the, um, so you have one for children, starting with little, little ones, yes. And then the kinky stuff, yes. So that is, now Theresa May's government recommended sex-wise, that's for the secondary, sex-wise, yeah, with all the kink, all the, you would never do this in your wildest dreams, and that's been recommended. SexWise is a resource recommended for post-pubertal 13s and up. It's a good resource. It will help children have satisfying, sexual, healthy development. Absolutely crazy. Um, and sadly, at this point, uh, so we have now, sorry, dangers to teens. Oh, you can read this. Basically, they're huge dangers. I don't even have time to go into them. But trust me, teens are paying. They are paying. Okay, so now we have, in terms of what is coming through, we have age of consent. Basically, folks, it's 13. And in some places, it's 11. And in some places, it's even younger. How do I know this? Because we have sexual health folks coming to tell us, well, we're putting kids, nine, ten, girls 9, 10, 11 on the pill. Do their parents know? Well, maybe, maybe not. Okay. But effectively, and then we have this, Brooke, who's heard of Brooke? Brooke, yes, it's one of the leading NHS-endorsed sexual health uh, groups. According to Brooke's traffic light tool, for 13 to 17-year-olds, normal behavior includes pornography, consensual oral or penetrative vaginal, and or anal sex with the same or opposite sex partners. That's for 13s. When they feel ready, as long as they have the jab, and as long as they're on the pill, they use condoms, etc ready to go. Okay, so this is one of the sexual, it's funny, my computer wouldn't let me access that. This is adult material pornographic, and that's what we're saying to 13s and older. Okay, so now I'm going to finish here on some queer stuff. Uh, more harmless, naughty fun. Essentially, both of those are males, but that's what, so you get the idea. That's what kids are being groomed to think. This is normal. Hey, just do whatever, float, uh, whatever makes you happy. Could we hear from Ellie? Very powerful stuff. Ellie is one of the most powerful. We are a charity yes. that transforms schools and organizations into LGBT friendly places. So predominantly we are training teachers because we want our teachers to be really, really confident in the language of gender identity and sexual orientation. And really the bottom line is to completely smash heteronormativity. That's what we want to do. So our kids can grow up and be who they are. We totally encourage intersectional ways of teaching, lots of pedagogies around usualising. So making LGBT plus an everyday occurrence within the school. In our school, every lesson is somehow linked to diversity. It used to be the odd lesson when we talked about diversity, but now it never stops. 
Hi everyone, my name is Steph. I'm here for Educate and Celebrate and Queer My Library. We ask our students and our teachers to mark key LGBT dates on the calendar. One of our busiest times mm -hmm. is February, LGBT History Month, where we engage our students, our teachers, parents, governors, and the local authorities in whole school change. We've been looking at LGBT all week. We've had singers, we've had dancers, we've had drama, we've had teachers that have come out to standing ovations, we've had kids that have come out. It's just been incredible, the, mo the best week ever. We've got a rainbow week, we've got guest speakers, we've got a mini pride march happening in the school. And really the bottom line is to completely smash heteronormativity. That's what we want to do. Thank you. Fabulous. Yes, good old Ellie. Okay, so queering everything. Folks, part of queer is kink. Kink is coming to the fore in a big way. So that means, that's Kinsey. You need pain, so you stick needles in your clitoris. You do various things. So you, you pain is part of the sexual process. And actually, you can know that you're kink according to one of their official organizations between five and 10 years of age. I know I'm kink. Yeah. Okay, so this is uh, one of the pride uh, marches and uh, bite me, beat me, whip me, etc. Okay, so kinksters, you can read this later, but it's basically between five and 10. Hey, I know that that's who I am. This is my identity. So when I'm ready, Okay, so this is actually what kink really looks like. So we have from Berlin, Ely, and um, Canada. Canada has the most, yes, I'm sure you know, yes, sir. Uh, so basically, one, one of the things my group does is go to Pride and take photos and then say to the rest of the world, this is what you're promoting, particularly to children. So I will get to that. Uh, uh, Pride in Ontario. Happy Pride, everybody! Happy Pride! Who here knows what gay pride means? It means where like all the gay people, transgender, lesbian, bisexual people gather up and celebrate. That's absolutely right. It's a celebration of sexual diversity. So I'm not gay, but I'm a gay ally. Are you gay allies? Definitely. Great answer. What does it mean to come out of the closet? When you come out of the closet, it means like when you're playing hide and seek and you're hiding in the closet and then someone finds you and then you have to come out of the closet and you have to be it. Makes sense. <laughs> what do you think about gay marriage? I just think it's normal marriage. Right. My auntie, I know who, I know that she's gay. She hasn't married yet. I'm just wondering if I am going to be her flower girl. And you know what? When you find out that your auntie is going to marry a woman and your number one concern is if you're going to be the flower girl, you have your priorities straight. Woo! Do you think it would be cool to have two moms? Yes. If the house is full of girls and there's no boys in sight. Yeah. We'll have to flush the toilet for the boys. <laughs> so many advantages. What would it be like to have two dads? It would be crazy. It depends on... It depends on how their personality is. If they're a party animal, then it would be obviously crazy. Any parent who's a party animal would be crazy. Yeah. 
Can you name any gay celebrities? Ellen DeGeneres. Uh-huh. Jodie Foster. I've heard of him. No. I cross my fingers. I'm not lying. Oh, um, Jodie Foster is a woman, and she made me question my sexuality when I was a child because I liked her so much. Oh. And she was nude in the film now. Not that I remember watching it several times as a child. Wow. Guys, I'm so impressed with you. Remember, what are we to the gay community? We are... Gay icons. <laughs> sure. Um. Thank you. That's great. Thank you. Okay, how was this coming to the UK. Our children are being encouraged to go to Pride. This is a very popular book for children 10 and 11 years of age. And we even have, oh good, an introduction to kink BDSM black leather. Here we go. Uh, Clad in leather, perfect weather. Okay, and this is now in London, Pride stuff, yes. So again, what we're talking about here is, it's about the kids. So what should we be telling our children? So in my view, depending on age stage, sex is big, sex is glue, sex is fab. That's what Alfred Kinsey did get right. Sex is fabulous. However, everything else, no. But sex is fire. That's what he didn't, I mean, he missed so many things. But sex is fab, sex is fire, and sex is for later. There's always forgiveness and a fresh start. Use your mistakes to help others, and we want their best. We, don't, we are not the bad sex people. We're the good sex people. <coughs> Miriam Grossman, again, fabulous book. Young people are being taught they can safely play with fire while the waiting rooms of our doctors and therapists are being filled by those who've been burnt inside and out. So here we go, uh, fabulous stuff. Again, we just do the science. This is damaging our kids. This is child sex abuse. We want the best for our kids. So for instance, teaching children about anal sex at 10, why are you down, how is that keeping them safe? Why are you doing that? See, it's like you start pushing back. Uh, more uh, ex Lovewise, sorry, Edwina, uh, she is back there, excellent stuff. Um, here we go, sorry, now I can't, I've run out of time here. There's far more I could say, but there's excellent stuff. But please, if nothing else, start seeing this as a big deal, particularly for your youngsters. Find out what they really think, because it's not too late. Sadly, I think so many of our leaders and, and so many parents, they think Things are fine. I never assume anything is fine. I'm constantly checking with my gang, with my daughter, with my friends. How, what is really happening? What are you really thinking? Because this tsunami that is coming over us is just mega. So we, but we can push back. We can win. But in my view, we've got to be far more honest about the huge downsides, etc. Thank you, Tim. I think I have a few moments for questions. So folks, if you want more info, I could have gone on, but it's enough. Here you go. I'll have uh, two or three. Two or three questions, if there is um, some. Um, very grateful. One at the back there. <coughs> Hi, thank you very much for that uh, presentation. Uh, my question is, um, how do potential school speakers who want to speak on 
God's perspective on this issue, going to schools, and what kind of vocabulary would you recommend we use in order to get in? Because as we know, this, many of these schools have barriers to even get in as soon as they see you're about to send this kind of message. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, well, first, I think you'd have, to be honest, I never do God in terms of the public realm. You do God and it's your right wing, da, 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 da. it's like you're dead, you're dead in the water. I simply say, this is hugely damaging our children, we want the best, please can you give them the best and you show me how your programs are helping them, are giving them the best. Like what are the controlled studies? These, these group of children masturbated from the age of five. Then we chat, um, chart them till they're 12 or 16. They're the results. These children haven't. See, there are no studies done. This is total Kinsey-based ideology. They don't have the, peer, the research. There's no research out. You can't. It's not ethical to do this. So I basically, so there's hard ammo, hard evidence about how this is damaging, and then you do the child development stuff. Children at this age think in this way, we don't want to show them pornography, blah de blah, et cetera. And then for older, the same. But I don't, don't do God, unless you have a, a Christian who can head or whatever, who wants. Uh, the Christian approach. But for me, it is sex, for kids, sex is like uh, smoking. See, right now, smart kids know smoking is stupid. I'll pay. It really damages me. I don't want to have lungs that look like that. So I say that for, same for, with sex. Sex will damage you, short term and long term. Thanks. One at the back, another one at the back. Um, it's connected to that question as well. Um, would you recommend parents giving um, healthy sex education to the children and at what age should that be? Or would you say, no, don't talk about it, it's for adults, wait until you're adult? Okay, um, sorry, Mike, can you find the book in terms of the uh, questions kids ask about sex, honest answers for every, okay, that is a wonderful book. So that says, you start them when they're this big. You start very, very young. But no, no, you're not talking about orgasms. Thank you, Mike. That's a fabulous book. Honest answers for every age stage. So for instance, for little ones, you say, God made our bodies. Our bodies are beautiful. We respect each other's bodies. There are private places in terms of no one touches you there. Kind of the underpants, well, that's a fair whatever. But then you say, talk about how mummies and daddies love each other so much and they make babies and it's so exciting. But just a little, oh see the other one, sorry Mike, uh, Miriam, Miriam, she talks a lot about age stage. What is appropriate given their, inf their ability to understand abstract concepts or whatever. Thank you so much. So it's, you start them off very young, but then the bottom line is they know you're the sex expert. Anything they want to know, you'll give them the best answer because you want them to fly. You see, that in my view, that's how I think it's a wise approach. But also then it's just, most kids, they don't want to know. All they want to know is, yeah, sure, stuff happens, whatever. I want to play with my mates. See, that's what you want. Turn the sex volume down. Wait till you're ready for it later. But we could have a chat more later. But definitely, you're the sex, you're the expert on all this. When they want to know, anytime they want to know, 
you'll give them the best answer possible.